1: I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. On Fridays, we are entertained by the world's greatest comedy duo on The Abbott and Costello Show. This episode originally aired on January 20th, 1944, and here is Abbott and Costello. Ah!
0: The Abbott and Costello program, brought to you by Camel, the cigarette that's first in the service. Camels stay fresh because they're packed to go around the world. Listen to the music of Freddie Rich and his orchestra, the songs of Connie Haynes. Tonight's guest, Harold Perry, the great Gildersleeve, and starring Bud Abbott and Lil Costello.
2: Now, what's wrong? Oh, what's wrong now? Boy, oh, boy, a oh boy. Hey, Abby, a terrible thing just happened. What happened? I was invited down to the shipyards where they're building a brand new ship, and I got caught between two guys that was throwing hot rivets. Then what happened? What happened? One of those red hot rivets landed in my back pocket. Yes? Before I knew it, I was four miles out to sea. <laughs> under my own steam, too. <laughs> uh, how, do they, how do they save you, Lou? Did oh. they uh, throw you a breeches, boy? No, I came back without any breeches, kid. Uh, no, no. <laughs> well... You made a fool of yourself again. Yeah, but I burned my bridges behind me. <laughs> oh, dog sense. Uh, what were you doing down at the shipyards in the first place? I forgot to tell you. See, Abbott, my my cousin Hugo was a sailor down there. He's in the signal corps. The, the signal corps? Yeah, he keeps signal his mother to get him out. Oh. <laughs> I'm so ashamed of my cousin Hugo. You are? I mean, after all, the Costellos have always been very brave people. My great-grandfather was a Colano in the army. A Colano? Yeah. A colonel? You dummy, that uh, word. Colonel? That's a pretty high rank. No, 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 not Colano It is. No, no, uh, you see, that word is pronounced Colonel. Colonel? Yes, Colonel. Uh, where did he fight? Oh, my uncle. He fought with the original thirteen Colonels. Uh, no, no, Cost- <laughs> Costello, that's uh, Colony. Oh, Colonel, you said it was Colonelly. No, Colonelly. Now make up your mind. Look, look, it's very simple. In in military parlance, C O L is pronounced Car, oh, as colonel. in
3: Colonel.
2: Yeah. Uh, don't you know that? Oh no, I never went to college. Oh. Not me. Yes, I know. I quit skirl at the age of four. Oh. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That's enough. Well, it ain't all right. After I quit skirl, I got a jerk and yeah, in I Vertigo. A juggler. A juggler. Look, are you finished? No. One more. What? Abbott. What? Oh, that's your line. Yeah. Castello. <laughs> Well, what is it? Now, what's next? Never mind. That joke sunk. Oh, look. look, will you cut it out? I have something important to tell you. Mrs. Niles called up a few minutes ago, and she wants you to take care of her nephew, Little Hector. Not Little Hector. That's yes. for me, brother. I ain't gonna take care of that little brat. Not me, brother. Oh, no. you mean you don't like Little Hector? Oh, I like him. Well, that's swell. I'd like to give him a present. What kind of a present? Oh, a broken shoulder blade. <laughs> <laughs> that's no way to talk. What did little Hector ever do to you? What did he do? Yeah. Why, the guy, he poured a bottle of ink in my bathtub last year. Last year? Yeah. Did you speak to him about it? No, I only discovered it yesterday. <laughs> oh, hey, wait a minute. Here's, uh, here's Ken and Mrs. Niles now. Uh, we were expecting you, Ken. Well, I'm sorry I'm late, bud. My wife and I just got back from a hunting trip.
3: Yes, I got a moose head.
2: Well, put a hat over your antlers and nobody will notice it. <laughs> Pay no attention to Costello, Mrs. Niles. He's a little tired. He just came from launching a ship.
3: He just launched a ship? Oh, oh, that must have been a pretty picture. One tub launching another. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful, there.
0: That was wonderful. What a
2: clever remark. No wonder I go for you.
0: Oh, and
3: Kenneth, I go for you. Oh, I go for you. I
2: go for you. Ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard from Mr. and Mrs. Gopher.
3: Hello,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that. Uh... Come on now. Cut it, cut it out, Costello. Say, Mrs. Niles, uh, where's little Hector? Oh, uh, he's outside playing. I'll get him.
3: <laughs> for Mr. Costello's crazy cat.
2: Who ever told you I had a crazy
3: cat? Annie Niles. She said, wait till I get a load of your silly puss. <laughs> See why I hate the kid? Oh, isn't little Hector cute? <laughs> oh, come I'm here, cute. kid. I think you're very cute,
2: too. Come here, do me a favor. Yeah, what? Let me pinch your windpipe. Ah, <laughs> uh, Costello. No. Well, I mean, hey, Hector, look. Why don't you just walk around the block? And if you're not back in three days, that'll be fine (laughs) Okay
3: Oh, don't mind Hector, Mr. Costello He's just faithful Why, the other day, he gently kicked me in the face Mrs. Niles,
2: I hope he didn't knock any of your teeth out How could he? She had him in her back pocket all the time
3: (laughs) Come, Kenneth We'll be back for Hector tonight Oh,
2: now listen Now look, I'm not going to get stuck with this kid, Hector Now look, Hector, come here Go on home to your mother, will you, kid?
3: But my mom ain't home She's downtown buying a gun for my old man
2: buying a gun did your father tell her what kind to get
3: no he doesn't even know she's going to shoot him <laughs> hey heaven I'll tell you this
2: kid is dangerous Oh come he's only playing playing <laughs> yesterday he stuck his real foot his head in the stove and sang smoke gets in your eye <laughs> I knew that was a terrible thing to do yeah it was it put the fire out <laughs> 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 Little Hector, listen, I know a very good game. I'll tell you what I'd like to have you do. I'll turn on the electric fan, and you stick your hand in it.
3: No, that ain't no, gonna no. hurt much. No, no, I want to play cowboys and Indians. Look, I brought my BB gun. Don't point that gun at me, it might go off! <laughs> 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 I need a bullet kid not the point of that me. All right, all right, take it easy. Yeah, man. What? He shot me right in right the eye. Uh,
2: are those BBs in your face? Well, it ain't caviar. <laughs> That thing. I'm going to shoot the rest of these BBs right out the window.
4: Oh. <laughs>
2: Who shot that gun out of the
0: window? Who wants to know? I do, Throckmorton P. Gildersleeve.
2: Uh, Mr. Gildersleeve, those shots, sir, were an accident.
0: Uh, where did he get you? Between my bay window and the back porch. <laughs>
2: And furthermore, one of those BBs lodged in my head. Lodged in your head? I don't believe it. Shake your head once.
0: All right, I will.
2: <laughs> He's right, Abbott. Can you imagine a little BB all alone in that big head?
0: You've got a lot of nerve to talk about my head. The last time I saw a head like yours, it was in a bottle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Now, now, wait a minute, boys. Let's settle this thing like gentlemen. But he ain't gonna blame this on me. Now, it was all that little Hector's
0: fault. You mean this innocent little child here? Why, he has an angelic face. He has a heavenly look. You got your directions mixed. <laughs> now, look here, Costello. You're not gonna blame this on anybody else. I demand satisfaction. Put up your fists and fight like a man.
2: Okay, Abbott. This guy's asking for it. Give me a piece of chalk. What are you gonna do with it? What am I gonna do with it? I'm gonna draw a line right here on the floor. Right over there. Now, come on, Gildersleeve. I dare you to step over that line.
0: We well. I stepped over the line. Now what? <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> now you're on my side.
0: <laughs> Blacked out and loaded with munitions, the commando transport plane rises up over the hump, north and east, over the mountains to China. They've got what it takes, the men who fly the air freighters, and so has their cigarette, camels. First with men in all the services according to actual sales records. Yes, camel cigarettes are going to our men in China, too. And when they arrive, they're fresh, cool smoking, and slow burning. Because camels are packed to go around the world. Freshness is one of the reasons why more people want camel cigarettes now, both at home and overseas. Freshness and more flavor, too. More flavor. The result of Camel's matchless blend of costlier tobaccos. So remember, if your store is sold out today, try tomorrow. Camel cigarettes are worth asking for again.
2: C-A-M-E-L-S
0: Camel cigarettes. Camel's tobacco standard is the same for soldier, for civilian, anywhere in the world. and the orchestra dancing in the dark.
2: You know, I told you to keep that kid quiet. I can't sleep. The noise makes me restless. Oh, that's just your imagination. No, it ain't, Abbott. I was so restless that I tossed and tossed until my nose got caught in my ear. You got your nose caught in your ear? Yeah. Why, that's terrible. Sure, I sneezed and almost blew my brains out. Oh, now, who was that? Come in.
0: Good afternoon, Mr. Abbott and Mr. Cospello. It's little Hector here. I'm Pommy Pompkins. I live two blocks down the street.
4: You
3: let poop block down the tip? What kind of talk is this? Uh, oh, Mr. Costello, that's the way Tommy talks. He can't say the letter T. He makes it sound like a poof. <laughs> and <laughs> hey, do that again.
2: It's very cooling. Look, uh, what did you want with little Hector, Tommy? I came over here to practice my music with little Hector. See, I brought my trumpet. Trumpet? <laughs> you mean trumpet. That's it, <clears throat> the trumpet. And, uh, this guy sounds like a nitwit
3: a very good trumpet
2: player. You set up. Mr.
0: Costello. you're talking for the most terrific trumpet player that ever pooted a pirate trumpet from Pimbuck Poo Poo Tennessee.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Want to hear me play a poon on my
2: trumpet? No. Well, how about the clarinet? I play the clarinet, the prombone, and the poobah. Oh, no, you don't play the poobah. A poobah's what you keep uh, your uh, paste in to brush your peep. No. <laughs> <laughs> Now the C- guy's got me talking like that. Uh, Costello, please, don't make fun of Tommy. He comes from a very high-class family. He was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Then why don't he take it out when he talks? Oh, come on, Lippo-Hexper.
0: Let's play a Lippo-Poon. Mr. Costello, you want to hear Cold Paupers' Knife
2: and Day? Knife and Day? Why don't you play Pippo pole <laughs> Oh, that's great, Follow me, little Hector. In tempo, one, two, three. That's enough, brother. I said that's enough, brother. Will you guys shut up? Cut it out! Break it up! All right, all right. Look, Hector, why don't you and your friend Tommy go out in the yard and play? Yeah, here you can have my football, the one I used when I used to play with Marquette. You played with the University of Marquette in Wisconsin? No, with the Fish Marquette in Glendale. Oh, boy. <laughs> hey, Abbott, look. Come on, kids. Now, get out. Get the kids out, will you, Abbott? Look, go well, on out in the backyard, and I'll show you how I used to kick the ball. Now, look. I'm going to show you the kick that won the great big game. Here. Hector, you hold the ball. I'll kick it. Abbott, you catch it. Ah, yeah, but suppose you kick little Hector's head. Well, you'll have to catch that, too. Oh. Okay, kids. Get ready. Here we go. Oh.
0: <laughs> Who kicked that football through my
2: window? Hey, it's gildersleeve. Let's run. Now, what's the matter? What's the matter? Abbott, yeah, that darn clothesline! Did it get you? No, I always wear my nose side saddle.
4: Did <laughs> <laughs> it get
2: me?
0: Don't you try to run away, Costello. You kicked that football through my window. It bounced off my high boy and put a nick in the leg of my secretary. Your secretary? Yeah. An old Duncan fight. Where does she get that stuff? <laughs> my secretary's been in my family for 200 years.
2: Faithful, isn't she? Oh, keep quiet, Costello. Well, look, Gildersleeve, the whole thing was an accident. Costello was just showing us what a great football player he was in school. In school?
0: Mm-hmm. Costello, who'd you ever play for? Subnormal?
2: <laughs> Did you ever have that laugh dry-clean?
0: Don't try and evade the issue, Costello. You're talking to the greatest football player who ever went to Princeton. All right, prove it. Where are your football pants? Well, uh... Y- that shows how stupid you are, Costello. Footballs don't wear pants. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so, Gildersleeve, did you ever play in the uh, Princeton-Yale game? Oh, I'll never forget that game, Abbott. I can still picture myself sweeping down the field. I swept over the 50-yard line, over the 40, the 30. I swept past the 20-yard line. As I was sweeping toward the goal line, it happened.
2: Were you tackled? No, he broke his broom. <laughs> 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 There's only one way to settle this argument. Why don't you challenge each other to a football game? That's a great idea, but
0: it's the only thing that'll satisfy my honor. We Gildersleeves are a proud lot. You're a vacant lot.
4: <laughs> I think I got the kid going, Pop. He's getting mad.
0: Costello, we'll meet in one hour. If I should not emerge victorious, I shall retire to a mountain fastness, where, as a measure of self-punishment, I shall wedge my neck in the crotch of a tree and allow the woodpeckers to peck on my cranium at regular
2: five-minute intervals. Yes. Yeah? Well, listen, Gilleslieve. If I don't win this game, I'm going to retire to the cellar of Tony's Fish Market, where I will tie myself to a pickle barrel and have Tony (laughs) slap me in the puss with a wet barracuda. Not every five minutes, not every three minutes, not every ten seconds, but
3: Sunday... Monday and away By special
0: request, Connie Haynes repeats one of the top tunes of the season, Shoo yeah. Shoo Baby. Shoo Shoo
3: Shoo Baby Say goodbye this way Shoo, shoo, my baby, your pop up off to the seven
2: C-A-M-E-L-S. C-A-M-E-L-S.
0: Camel cigarettes, they're first in the service. They've got what it takes. and gentlemen, this is Ken Niles, your sportscaster, speaking to you direct from Google's parking lot overlooking the city dump. There is a strong wind sweeping across the field at this moment, and most of the crowd is leaving. (laughs) We are about to give you a word picture of this great football classic between the Gildersleeve Nanny Goats and the Costello Morons. (laughs) Oh, uh, pardon me, that's uh, (laughs) Maroon's. And now, for a last-minute interview, we take you to Lou Costello's dressing
2: room. Take it away, Flash Barrel. Thank you, Ken Niles. Phew. This is Flash Barrel <laughs> speaking from the moron's dressing room. That's me, folks. Mr. Costello, <laughs> I understand that this game is the result of a personal challenge. Is it true that you don't know the meaning of the word trepidation? That's right. And is it true that you don't know the meaning of the word cowardice? That's right. You're pretty brave. No, I'm pretty ignorant. <laughs>
0: Take it away, Ken Niles. Thank you, Flash Farrell. And now for a word from the opposing captain, we switch you to Gildersleeve's dressing room and Red Harbor. (laughs) Thank you, Ken Niles. Here we are in the nanny goats dressing room. (laughs) Gildersleeve looks in great shape. Uh, Say, Mr. Gildersleeve, I see you're wearing your old school sweater. Oh, yes, Princeton University. Yes, sir, I was the biggest PU man on the campus. (laughs) Phew. (laughs) Phew.
2: Thank you, Gildersleeve. And now, back to Ken Niles. Okay, Red Harbor.
0: Both teams are coming on the field now, and we switch to Bud Abbott. Right, Ken Niles.
2: Now let's listen to Gildersleeve's nanny goats singing their alma mater.
4: Mammy,
2: Mammy, the nanny goats you'll find will always come from behind for alma And now on the other side of the field, we pick up Luke Costello's band and bleed club. But where is the Hector? What do you think we're using for a football? Play again, <laughs> we? Costello, the game's about to start. Where's your football helmet? I don't need a helmet, but how are you going to protect your head? I'm wearing my hair piled up this season. <laughs>
0: Well, folks, the moment is here, and we take you to the midfield stripe where the opposing captains are shaking hands in their usual friendly manner. Oh, I warn you, Costello. You try to carry the ball through my line, I'll climb you like a tree.
2: And a monkey like you can do it.
0: (laughs) Costello, remember sportsmanship. I'm not afraid of him, Abbott. Listen, Costello, I'll hit you on the top of your head so hard I'll drive your head down into your ribs. When you open your eyes, you'll think you're in jail.
2: (laughs) Diggers, the cops! No, 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 no! No, come here, come here! That's no, that's the referee! The cops. No more that's, patrol wagons! No, no, no! That's the referee! Last time I had to stand up! No, that's the referee! All right, boys, let's start the game. Let's start the game. Let's start the game! All right! All right!
4: All right!
2: the game is
0: about to start. Costello is kicking off to Gildersleeve, and Costello's toe meets the pigskin.
2: Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Gee, that was a great kick, Costello. Gildersleeve's got the ball. Go ahead and tackle him. Okay, I got him.
0: Costello, are you double-jointed?
2: No. Why?
0: Then I think I broke your leg.
2: (laughs) The joke's on you. I always wear my leg in my back pocket. (laughs) Hey, I don't like the way you tickle, Gildy. You mean tackle. You don't know your football. I mean tickle. You don't know your mustache.
4: <laughs>
2: Come on, Gilly. Let's start the play. Right. Signals. One, two, button my shoe. Three, four, shut the door. Hike. Costello. Gildy's running around his own end. He's running around his own end? That's a neat trick if he can do it. <laughs> but quick. Grab
3: him. Come on, grab him. Oh, how? What is this? Did you see what happened?
2: Yes, I did, and I penalized you 15 yards for interference.
3: Interference? Gilder sleep
2: kicked me right in the push. <laughs> I don't believe it. You wouldn't do a thing like that,
0: would you, Gildy? No, Uncle Ralph.
2: <laughs> Uncle Ralph, this is a frame-up. Look, stop complaining, Costello. It's your turn to carry the ball. Now, let's see you make a touchdown. Okay, Abbott, yeah, watch me. Signal, Hello? What comes after two? Three.
0: Oh, three. <laughs> I knew he went to subnormal. Look, I'll call the
2: signals. One, two, three, four. Uh, uh, say, Costello, what comes after four?
0: Six. No, it's five. Oh. How do you know? I got my shoes off. I'm counting on my toes.
2: <laughs> Get ready, then. Signals. One, two, three, four, five. Hike. Oh, boy. I got the ball, Abbott. One tackler down. Two tacklers, three tacklers. I'm going to make a touchdown, Abbott. No, you won't, Costello. I'm right in back of you. I got you. <laughs> oh uh-oh. uh-oh. Abbott, we can't lose
3: now. Why not? I'm out in the open.
0: <laughs> Abbott and Costello will be back in just a moment. Here's Abbott and Costello with the final word. Thanks, Ken. Well, Gilly, it was swell to have you with us tonight. That was a uh, pretty tough football game. Yes, it was. I think Costello and I better take inventory.
2: Let me see now. Uh, I've got two arms. And i got two arms. And I've got two legs. And i got two legs. Wait a minute, Gildersleeve. I'll never be able to face my public again. Why not? I'm wearing your hat. Oh, get out of here. Good night, folks. Good night, folks.
0: neighbors be sure to tune in next week for another great and Costello show with our special guest Miss Janet Blair Harold Perry the great Gildersleeve appeared tonight through the courtesy of the Kraft Cheese Company and remember camel cigarettes are packed to go around the world camels stay fresh cool smoking and slow burning because they're packed to go around the world this is Ken Niles wishing you a very pleasant good night from Hollywood
1: You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. I love the playing with the English language, you know, with the bizarre and different pronunciations of similarly spelt words like colonel and colony. Now, today's guest was Harold Perry, playing his well-known character of Throckmorton P. Gildersleeve or the Great Gildersleeve. Now, Gildersleeve was a regular character that came from the radio situation comedy called Fibber, McGee, and Molly. And then it uh, became a self-titled radio and then a television show and four movies. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. And find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at I Old Time or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com The Shadow returns on Monday and next week. We'll have some more of Abbott and Costello. For i iloveoldtimeradio.com this is Virtual Vinny signing off.